I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for tuning in today to our Winning Side broadcast. It is Wednesday, October 20th, and I know I sound like a broken record because it is another beautiful day. And I thank the Lord for the sunshine, the warm weather during the day, nice and cool at night. Uh, this is my kind of weather. And I hope you've been able to get outside and enjoy it some. And uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we ought to say that on the rainy days. And we ought to say that on the cold days. And we ought to say that when it's 100 degrees and humid outside too. But I thank the Lord for you tuning in today. We welcome those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, those that are watching on Facebook, we thank you for joining in. And um, you can see uh, my face, but I can't see yours. But I hope you're smiling today. I hope you're having a good day. And uh, I am rejoicing. And I'm rejoicing in the fact we had a wonderful fall revival Monday night and Tuesday night with Brother Baldwin. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Uh, but thank you for joining us, those on our podcast, those on our radio app, and then those who are watching on YouTube. We welcome you also, and we're so glad to have you with us today. Let us know you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, maybe if you're listening in and you uh, got to listen in on some of the fall revival with Brother Baldwin, let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, and I hope those messages were a blessing and uh, it was just, it was so powerful. I thank the Lord for it. Uh, birthdays today. Happy birthday to one of our deacons, Brother Mark Glover. His birthday is today. Happy birthday today to Carson Hasty, And then happy birthday today to Tivy Medlin. And I know you're not supposed to say a lady's age, but I think, Miss Tivy, I think you're getting close. I, th I think you might be uh, one of our oldest church members. I, I need to double check. I think there might be one other one. Uh, but uh, but Miss Tivy, you are young at heart, and uh, I love uh, to get to talk to you. I love to hear from you. Got to visit with Miss Tivy about a week or two ago, and I had the best time with her. You pray for her. Pray God will continue to strengthen her and uh, raise her up. As a matter of fact, Miss Tivy, I was talking to somebody last week, and your name came up. And uh, this is a, a lady, a dear lady in our community. She doesn't go to our church, but she just said, I tell you, Tivy Medlin, she is a blessing. And uh, I thank the Lord for you. Uh, whenever Miss uh, Tivy, when she hasn't been able to come to church for some time with her health and with COVID and all that, but uh, whenever she would miss, uh, she'd come back the next service and she'd say, oh, Pastor, I'm so sorry I was gone. And she'd tell me what happened and, uh, you know, she was sick or whatever. And I'd uh, take out my pen. I'd say, all right, Miss Tivy, well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm going to cross you off my backslidden list because I had you on that backslidden. And, of course, we always laugh and tease, but happy birthday to you. And then happy anniversary to uh, Mill and Cindy Odom. And I hope you folks have a great day. I've been talking about you folks recently, too. Uh, we're rejoicing in all that the Lord has done with the school, Victory Christian Academy, and we're so thankful. Obviously, God used uh, Cornerstone Christian School uh, for about 25 years that they had the school. And then, of course, you know the story how uh, God worked things out, that they 
uh, turned it over and uh, God has given us now that school property and that building and we got some wonderful students that were a part of Cornerstone. We have several teachers that were a part of Cornerstone, but Mill and Cindy, they were very instrumental in getting that school started so many years ago and, and, and for keeping it running. And we're thankful for you and so many others like you uh, for your faithfulness. We had great services with Brother Baldwin. And I, I will say this, we're not having church tonight. Tonight's Wednesday. We're not having service because we had revival Monday and Tuesday. So we're giving you the night off. But if you missed Monday and Tuesday and you're like, well, I can't go to church tonight, you need, you owe it to yourself to go and to watch those services from Brother Baldwin. Monday night, he preached about getting your cutting edge back. And from 2 Kings, I think it was chapter 6, it was powerful. And then last night uh, from Psalm 86, was it 86 or 84? 86. Uh, it was so powerful. And you've got to go and you've got to listen to that uh, message about, uh, un uh, Lord, uh, unite my heart to fear thy name. And it, what a powerful, practical message, both messages. You've got to go back. And even if you were uh, at the revival services, I encourage you to still go back and listen because there was so much truth in every, uh, every message that he preached. And God used him in a great way and we're thankful for him. I hope you'll continue to pray for Brother Baldwin. Pray God will g give him uh, full health, full strength, uh, full uh, volume, full energy, full uh, use of his lungs that uh, God would heal him from that. Uh, let's continue to pray for our school, pray for our missionaries, pray for our ministry, uh, pray for a great day Sunday, our pumpkin Sunday. We'll have pumpkins for all the uh, children in attendance. It'll be a great day uh, this Sunday. Looking forward to it already. I'm gonna feel, it's going to feel strange tonight not being in church, but I thank the Lord for what he did Monday and Tuesday. Here's a great song. This I consider this an old song, but it talks about the fact that God's grace is sufficient, and I'm thankful for that. You'll enjoy getting to hear these men, this uh, old-fashioned quartet, singing this great song about the grace of God. Many times I'm tried and tested As I travel day by day Oft I meet with pain and sorrow and there's trouble in the way But I have the sweet assurance That my soul the Lord will lead And in Him there is strength for every need Oh, His grace is sufficient for me And His love abundant and free and what joy fills my soul just to know just to know that his grace is sufficient for me when the tempter brings confusion and I don't know what to do on my knees I turn to Jesus, for I know He'll see me through. Then despair is changed to victory, every doubt just melts away. And in Him there is hope for every day. Oh, His grace is sufficient for me. abundant and free.
what joy fills my soul just to know just to know that his grace is sufficient for me and what joy fills my soul just to know just to know sufficient for me. Amen. Don't you love that song? What a powerful song. And, and I, I think I'm right in saying that. It's an old song, but what a good song. Oh, His grace is sufficient for me. And what joy thrills my soul just to know. And you know, God's grace is sufficient. The fact that we need God's grace is an indication that we're going through some hard times, right? And we all go through those hard times. Matter of fact, that promise was given to the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, where Paul was praying and he prayed three times. He asked God to remove that thorn in the flesh. I don't know what that thorn in the flesh was, and some Bible scholars uh, have uh, had different ideas about what it was. It was perhaps a, a disease he had with his eyes. We think that probably he had very bad eyesight. Of course, in those days, there wasn't really anything you could do about it. Um, maybe it was some other uh, a physical uh, sickness or some kind of setback or emotional. I don't know what it was, but he had a thorn in the flesh, and he prayed, and he begged God that God would remove that. And you know what's amazing is God did not remove it, but God answered his prayer. You say, well, how did God answer his prayer? I thought you said he didn't remove it. He didn't remove it. God said this. He said, I'm not going to remove that thorn in the flesh. I'm going to have you keep it. But I want you to know that my grace will be sufficient for you. My grace will be enough. My grace will be exactly what you need to get through every day, every trial, every situation. And then God went on to say to Paul, he said this, he said, and as a matter of fact, in your weakness, Paul, my strength will be made perfect or will be made complete. That's where Paul said, most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, I, I know without a doubt, I know Brother Kenny Baldwin, I know he had the power of God before he had COVID. There's no doubt about that. But I think we witnessed Monday night and Tuesday night, I think we witnessed somebody who has an infirmity, has a weakness, a physical weakness, um, the effects of that COVID that he cannot raise his voice, he cannot uh, uh, run around like he used to do when he was preaching. But I think we witnessed somebody who had the power and the strength of God made perfect in Kenny Baldwin's weakness. And uh, I don't know what your thorn in the flesh is. I don't know what your trial is. I don't know what that is. And you've been praying that God would remove it from you. And God can, and he may do that. But God may answer you like he did Paul and say, you know, it's going to be best for you to keep that because that way you've got to rely upon my grace. And that way you've got to depend upon my strength. And I hope we're always, uh, always in a point where we will trust and depend upon God and His grace and His strength for everything we go through. Proverbs 22, in your Bibles, we have seen in this chapter our reputation. We've seen our responsibility. We've seen our reverence for God and a fear of God. And we've talked about reaping and sowing and reaping there, removing, cast out the scorner. And that's always a good day when you get rid of the scorners in your life and you're able to have peace and you're able to have 
uh, the blessing of God. And, uh, you know, I, it's very sad, but in the Old Testament, you had the story of uh, Achan. And, of course, the children of Israel, they went to fight against Jericho. They won that battle, but Achan took of the accursed thing, and they went to Ai, and they lost the battle. And God said, it's because you've got sin in the camp. He said, until you get rid of that sin, until you remove uh, that person, uh, uh, Achan, and his uh, the accursed thing that he took, that thing that was uh, dedicated, consecrated to God. He said, until you do that, he said, you're not going to have victory. And maybe for you, that's what you need to do. You need to remove some scorners so you can have some victory in your life. And then we saw the reproof or uh, correction yesterday. Um, we talked about that in uh, verse number 15. Uh, foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, uh, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Boy, that's true for children. But can I tell you, we need some correction in our lives as adults. Uh, uh, boy, I tell you, I know some adults that they need a lot of correction because they're just trying to do it their own way, do their own thing. And may God help all of us to do it God's way. Let's look number seven today in uh, Proverbs 22 at verse 17. The Bible says, bow down thine ear and hear the words of the wise and apply thine heart unto my knowledge. Now, this literally has the idea to bow down your ear or to, to lean over with your ear. And, and we would do that when we're really trying to listen closely, when we're really trying to catch something. By the way, uh, I, I think online, I think everything was good, but I know Monday night in the service, there were a few times where I had to listen real careful to hear Brother Baldwin just because he, he couldn't raise his voice and he was, he was speaking uh, very, very quietly. It was passionate. It was powerful. It was quiet. And so you know what I was doing? I was listening. I was listening very carefully. I didn't want to miss a word. And can I tell you, that's what we ought to be doing for wisdom. We ought to be bowing down our ear. Uh, do you remember do you remember the old Westerns? Uh, my family, we didn't watch a lot of the old Westerns. Uh, and I'm not sure why. You know, by the way, you know, probably nothing wrong with them. But do you remember on the old Westerns where you'd see one of the cowboys or somebody who would get over on the ground and he would literally put his ear to the ground? You remember that? And by putting his ear to the ground, he could hear a lot further if there were actually horses coming and if there really were uh, people coming after him or whatever. And he'd say, oh, yeah, I can hear him. And they're probably, you know, a mile this way or three quarters, you know, whatever. Well, sometimes uh, we are so, uh, we're so controlled by the things that are loud, by the things that are in our face, uh, the TV commercials, the billboards, the advertisements, the things that are, you know, screaming at us. But can I tell you, wisdom is not going to scream at you. Uh, God is not going to scream at you. God's going to speak and the Holy Spirit's going to speak. But it's our responsibility to tune our ear, to incline our ear, to bow down our ear and hear. The Bible says, hear the words of the wise. May God help us to differentiate between those who are wise and those who are foolish. I think sometimes we listen to foolish people. You know why? Because usually they're the loudest. And usually they're the ones who are screaming at us and, yeah, you know, whatever. But may God help us to discern and to get wisdom from the wise. It says, about on thine ear and hear the words of the wise and apply thine heart unto my knowledge. You got to apply uh, the words that you hear. You've got to listen, receive it, and then apply it, then put it to use. I wonder when was the last time you learned anything? Now, I hope you've learned something on your job. I hope you've learned something about 
uh, sports or about business or about you know leadership or you've learned something about health or, or fitness or whatever. I hope you've learned those things. But when was the last time you learned anything spiritual? When was the last time you learned anything from the Bible? And if you haven't learned anything, maybe it's because you're not reading the Bible. Maybe it's because you're not paying attention to the preaching and the teaching of God's Word. But let's learn. Uh, I hope you learned something on the broadcast. I hope there's something that's said in Proverbs 22 that'll help you, that you can learn. But when was the last time you learned? Then when was the last time you made a change? It's one thing to know something in our head, but it's another thing to put it into action in our lives. And when was the last time that you made an adjustment in your life? You know, I, I, I talk a lot about sports, probably too much, but I love sports. But you know what's amazing is they'll, they'll talk about some of the great teams and the great coaches as they'll start the season, and they'll start off good, but throughout the season they're constantly making adjustments because they'll see some things they need to do more of, some things they need to do less of, some things they need to change. Uh, they need to uh, change some positions. They need to change around their roster sometimes and get the right people in the right place. But I, I believe as Christians, we ought to every day be making adjustments. Every day we ought to say, Lord, please show me today what needs to be different in my life. What, what do I need to keep in my life? But what do I need to remove from my life? What do I need to do more of? What do I need to do less of? And I hope that we will bow down our ear and hear the words of the wise and then apply our heart unto God's knowledge. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a great day on this Wednesday. And we'll look forward to being back tomorrow for another uh, broadcast of The Winning Side. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.